We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Am I targeting heavily? Belly up to the fantasy bar and find out. Welcome in, guys. Friday edition Beers Daily Fantasy Six Pack. Feels like we haven't been here in quite some time. Very long all-star break. Hopefully was good to you guys. Was refreshing. I know it was good for myself, but ready to jump back into NBA. Had a little appetizer last night. Tonight, big slate of games across the industry, and I'm back with six of my favorite plays on FanDuel, DraftKings, and Yahoo. Before we get into things, guys, a couple things. First of all, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Get notified when the videos are coming out. Also, if you enjoy the Fantasy Bar, whether you're a first-timer, a long-time bar patron, do me a favor, click that thumbs-up button over there on YouTube. really helps us out over there. Next thing, make sure you get over to FanDuel and lock your spot in for the single-entry series presented by Roto-Grinders. Everybody gets one lineup. I'll be playing in that bad boy as well. If you want to play against me, all the other guys at Roto-Grinders, make sure you get over there. Six weeks of contests, your top four scores count each and every week, and at the end, chance to win $10,000 on top of what you're going to win in playing those tournaments. Make sure you get over there. Check for the Roto-Grinders logo in the FanDuel lobby for the single-entry series here on this big Friday night slate. All right, let's get some plays you can use there and in some other formats, some other sites. Let's start with some value. Point guard, shooting guard, Anthony Simons of the Blazers. Now we know, no Damian Lillard. That's going to be good things for a lot of these Blazers. McCollum's going to pop in a lot of models. Carmelo Anthony going to get a big jump here in usage. But Anthony Simons, tremendous value, especially on DraftKings, still sitting at only 3,500. That is going to change sooner rather than later. Lillard going to be out a couple weeks. So let's buy low here, even on FanDuel, under 5K, plenty of value here. We saw what this guy can do his last game without Lillard, put up a season high in scoring and fantasy points. I just think he's a cash game lock at this point. Let's keep an eye on the ownership. You decide, always a personal preference, what you want to do with heavily owned players. I think Simon's definitely going to be a guy that garners some ownership here tonight. We don't always want to avoid that. Just because a guy's chalky doesn't mean we want to avoid it. I think Simon's one of those guys we do want to play here 
Should be a high-paced game. A team that plays very little defense against the point guard position here. Fifth most fantasy points allowed. Two point guards do the New Orleans Pelicans play. See Anthony Simons playing 30 minutes here. I think that means good things for your daily fantasy lineups. All right, let's stay kind of in the mid-range here. Next play for shooting guard, small forward Joe Ingles of the Jazz. So Mike Conley going to sit with rest, kind of humorous coming off the All-Star break, but they have a back-to-back here. Going to sit him in the first half of that back-to-back. We'll see him back in action in the second game, but that's good things for Joe Ingles. When you take Conley out of that lineup, you see this guy be very productive, especially in the assist department. Seven, eight, nine, ten assists when Mike Conley's not in that lineup. If we could get the shooting going, that's what's really held Ingles back here recently. So a lot of people are going to look at these box scores Say, man, he's all right. He's getting us there. Well, that's half the battle in cash games. Does he get you there? And he's doing that despite shooting 28, 32, 40% from the field. So if that comes around, now we're talking about the ceiling that you're looking for in tournaments as well. So again, under 5K on both sites, under $20 on Yahoo. I think it's a tremendous cash game play with the floor he's going to deliver without Conley in there. I think we can get the upside going here against the Spurs. Bottom 10 in defensive efficiency. Also, defense versus archetype, something you can find on rotogrinders.com, but they really struggle with a player like Joe Ingles. I think he gets it going here tonight and offers you great value in both cash games and tournaments under 5K on both the big sites tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. All right, let's stay in that same price range, trying to make life easy on you tonight. Next play for us, point guard, shooting guard, Marcus Smart of the Celtics. So no Kemba Walker tonight again. We're taking advantage of these injuries. We want to plug these guys in. That means usage jumps. That means more minutes. And I think plenty of minutes here. And Smart, a guy that can play the one, the two, the three. Very flexible here in this Boston lineup. So that's going to mean big minutes here. That's going to mean some good fantasy production as well. You take Kemba out of the lineup and Smart over a fantasy point per minute in that scenario average-wise. So give him 30 minutes. Do the math. He easily makes value on this number with upside for more. We know he's a guy that stuffs the stat sheet, can do a lot of different things here. Plus, huge pace up spot. In fact, the biggest pace jump tonight goes to Boston, playing against this hapless Minnesota Timberwolves defense. Marcus Smart, whether he's scoring or not, still going to be a viable option. Prices remain fair here, and I love the matchup tonight with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Speaking of the Timberwolves, let's go to that side. Let's go with point guard, shooting guard, D'Angelo Russell. So, Carl Anthony Towns leaves a massive gap. You take him out of that lineup, you're taking almost a 30% usage rate out of that lineup, and you ask yourself, who is going to do the scoring here for Minnesota? Remember, no Covington traded to Houston. Wiggins off to Golden State. It's really a team lacking offensive weapons, and you look at the box scores, that's all you need to see. D'Angelo Russell jacked up 23 shots in that last game, and I get it. That was against Charlotte. Put up almost 60 fantasy points. This is against Boston, one of the toughest matchups there is. So even in a difficult matchup with these Boston guards, the guy's going to have the ball in his hands a ton, taking a ton of shots, eating up a ton of usage here. And the bigs down low for Boston, if he does go to the rack, don't scare me. A guy like Ennis Canner. So I'm going to side with the usage, the shots, the upside over the matchup here with D'Angelo Russell. My hope is the masses avoid him and spend elsewhere. We'll keep an eye on the ownership here. But regardless, I think Minnesota hang in this game and the reason they would do that and the reason you stack this game and you need them to be viable is going to be D'Angelo Russell getting it done offensively 
for the Minnesota Timberwolves. All right, we're going to stay right there with Minnesota. One more play for you there. Power forward center, James Johnson. So we mentioned, no Carl Anthony Towns. Remember, Corgi Jang was also traded. So they are very thin down low. Guys like Nas Reed playing big minutes. But James Johnson has played well in this role. Over 30 fantasy points now in two of his last three games. And just think about James Johnson over the last couple of years. When this guy's gotten minutes, he's been very productive. Is he a guy you can count on? Night in, night out, no. The inconsistencies are definitely there, and that's factored into the price. That's why he's priced where he is. But the upside, also there. Very much like Marcus Smart, a guy that can do everything. This guy hits every single category on the stat sheet. And with this team being so thin, I don't see a scenario James Johnson doesn't play high 20s, low 30s minutes here. So again, you look at the matchup here, that may scare a lot of people away. They see those red numbers on DraftKings and Fandle. They run for the hills. I see a guy that has to play, and maybe he doesn't score, but maybe he pulls down 10, 11, 12 rebounds, blocks a few shots, hands out some assists, gets some steals, and cruises past that 30 fantasy points again. Now we're making big hay on these salaries, and only 5,200 on Fandle, a nice bargain price of 4,600 on DraftKings. James Johnson, one of the better value plays, in my opinion, here tonight on Friday night. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play from Friday night, but before we do that, guys, we're going to continue here. Second half of NBA doesn't mean we're going to get rid of the beast of the night contest. We're going to roll on here. How do you play? Very easy. Make sure you've thumbed up the video. Make sure you've subscribed to the channel. Then get in the comment section and let me know fantasy points. Your best guess for my beast of the night on DraftKings is going to win themselves three free days of Roto-Grinders Premium. Going to give you access to everything. NBA, golf, XFL, hockey, all the sports available to you. All the premium content available to you for three days, absolutely free. And again, thank you to you guys for watching the video while we run this contest. So, who are we guessing on on DraftKings? Let's take a look. My favorite play for Friday night, you know, Mass, the beast of the night. All right, beast time. We're going to round out our stack of that Boston-Minnesota game with power forward, small forward, Jason Tatum of the Celtics. Tonight's beast of the night. So as you can see, I really like this game. Maybe not the marquee game on the docket. There's some higher totals here. But I like finding these games that kind of reside in the middle of the pack total-wise that I think can stay close. Regardless if you stack this game or not, I think Jason Tatum, the top play on this slate. 32% usage rate without Kemba Walker and Robert Williams in the lineup. That is an absolutely elite number. Let's look at his recent production, averaging over 51 DraftKings points per game over the last five. So you do the math, we're talking about an easy 6x return on Fandle, close to a 7x return on DraftKings is the average that he's gotten. He's outproduced that number, he's gotten the 60 fantasy points, and the matchup about as good as it gets. Minnesota really struggles here. Versatile forwards like Jason Tatum, we're talking about a team that's in the bottom five in the NBA defending this position. So no Kemba, that means Jason Tatum takes the heavy lifting offensively, on his plate, comes in in good form, the matchup is great, and the price is more than fair, especially on DraftKings. Nice value there at 7800 making Jason Tatum easily my favorite play on Friday night in tonight's Beast of the Night. All right, guys, that'll wrap us up for Friday night. Six of my favorite plays across the industry. Hope you guys enjoyed the video. If you have any comments, questions, feedback, hit that comment section. Don't forget your vote for Fantasy Points on DraftKings for Jason Tatum for your shot at three, three days of Roto-Grinders Premium. For Roto-Grinders.com, I am Beer saying salut. Best of luck here tonight, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.
Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist. Happy Friday and welcome to Grinders Live over on Roto Grinders. I'm Eric Crane, joined by the Chief Will Priester. What's up, Will? How we doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Uh, today's a good day. Had a good break. Um, I'm just refreshed, man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pumped, man. Ready to get this slate broken down. I think there's a, a lot of different directions we can go. We can go uh, for those of you that may have come off of the break pretty excited. And had a bad day Thursday. 
just put it behind you. Today's a new day. So uh, let's get this what, thing cracking, man. What if we had an average day? I had an average day yesterday. I can live with that. Yeah. And put and now and now go ahead and put it behind you. Today's All a new right, day. So we're gonna put it behind and it's it's a completely different slate than it was yesterday. You know, <laughs> yesterday we had a nice little six gamer, only had one piece of silly news that came out late, of course, Ben Simmons. Today, of course, it's a different story, Will, because we've got nine games tonight. And as you can see right here, I've got um, the situation room open. We've got a number of guys that are ruled out. Carl Anthony Towns is going to miss, sounds like a few games. Damian Lillard's going to miss a couple weeks. Mark Gasol, he's also out. I mean, all these guys are out, Will. But we, we have to talk about Mike Conley because he didn't play in the All-Star game, obviously. He mm-hmm. hasn't played since the 8th. And do you know why he is missing today? Oh, rest, rest. He's tired. I want to know what he did over the break because whatever <laughs> Mike did over the break, I want to be doing that. That sounds like fun. I don't know what you need rest for when you haven't played in two weeks, but um, but props to Mister Mike Conley for somehow getting paid to rest today. Though he's not been doing it. really. Yeah, I, I can only think of one thing that might have taken him out. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I, I was talking to somebody else about this, and they looked at his Instagram. The dude didn't even leave Utah. Oh, so we know what he was doing. He, I mean, they say he was skiing. Are you saying that you don't believe he was skiing? Uh, he definitely hit some slopes. I can tell you that. <laughs> hey, congratulate, get you some. Well done. Hey, he's living the life, man. The dude's just getting paid. He's skiing or, you know, hitting any sort of slopes he can. Like, we all want to be Mike Conley. Like, that. can I be Mike Conley in my next life? Is that possible? Man, maybe so, man. Maybe so. All right. A few housekeeping items. So, Devin's got us set up with this thing where we need 500 likes. And if we get 500 likes, you get lineup HQ free tonight. Now, it's 500 plus the other shows. So I came in here thinking, all right, we're going to, you know, we're going to only have to get like 250 likes. No, 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 no. Because the first show, you guys didn't get it done, which means that it is up to you out there listening to get us up to 500 total likes. Because we are starting this show with a grand total of 100. 100 freaking likes. We need. I think we got up to 125 so far. So we're right. rolling. I appreciate you keeping tabs, man, because – I had a second screen set up, and now I can't do that anymore. It's just terrible. I, I, well, once again, and you were, we were talking about this before the show, premium members should be allowed to watch the pre-show banter. That's oh, man. Like, Listen, that, that, that 25 second count now today was a doozy. Because he oh, buddy. Seconds, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we're trying to figure it out. Anyways, <sighs> if you're watching on YouTube, Click like and subscribe. If you're watching on Roto Grinders, jump over to YouTube really quick and right there, click like and subscribe. We get 500. You're gonna get the lineup HQ tool free tonight. And on a slate like tonight, you really need it. A lot going on in this slate. Also, new Sharpside Street contest, which means that there is free money available. Your boy over here, his streak is up to two. Well, my longest I've ever gone is three. I'm rooting for number three tonight. I've got the over on CJ McCollum points at 25 and a half. And, um, well, if he doesn't get there, I'm going to – who should I blame? Uh, probably the coach. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I'm going to blame Devin. It's the D-Train's fault. That's what I'm going to blame. Gotcha. Yeah, miss. I'm horribly, horribly irresponsible. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, make sure you check that out. What's your lock bet for tonight on the old sharp side up? 
Man, look, I'm 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 rolling with Kevin Love tonight, man. This spot with Washington, uh, I think I think you know this game in general. I think is probably going overlooked, and this game has shown us fantasy goodness for tournaments pretty much the whole season. So we've got Kevin Love at 18 and a half. I just I, I don't see how Kevin Love doesn't score 25 real points tonight. So I I'm all over Kevin Love in, in you know in prop betting tournaments. You name it. I, I really like Kevin Love tonight, well, especially on FanDuel. On DK, he's 7,500. May, maybe you think about it a little bit more, but on FanDuel where he's 7K and, uh, you know, in the prop betting arena where we got him at, you know, uh, 18 and a half, I just – I got to take the over on that, man. Love Kevin Love. It, hey, you know, I never get him right. It is crazy because if you look at the projected ownership here, Will, I assume that you're going to be excited about this. We've got him projected at just six percent over on family. Oh yeah, I know, man. Hey, that listen, that's that's my one guy that I have to take. Now I can just load up on all the chalk, man. I can load up. Hey, you know that's how it works, man. You find that one or two guys in NBA, and if they get there, because let's face it, the chalk typically, especially this year, has been especially good. The computer models have been really good. So a guy like Kevin Love at low ownership. Got to be interested in that. And I, what's your your streaks? Did I hear it got reset? You're back to zero. Yeah, I'm back to zero, man. I got to three, and um, man, I, I can't even remember what what broke my streak, but because I, I I didn't do anything, you know, really last really? week. I, re- I really took a full break, but um, I, I can't remember. But it was something stupid too, something where I just knew for sure I had it, and it, obviously I didn't. Slipped right, right through my fingertips. Was it one of those that you wish you hadn't even played on that day? Probably. Yeah, That's no. how it always is, of course. I know that feeling. I definitely know that feeling. Uh, yeah. It's good times, good times. So let's talk about this uh, slate because, you know, of course, it's a nine-game slate. You're going to have a little bit of everything. You're going to have some teams with blowout concerns. You're going to have some high totals, some low totals. The highest total on the slate, is it the sh- is it uh, Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland, Washington, and then also New Orleans and Portland. Now, you mentioned that, do you think this Cleveland-Washington game is actually going to go a little bit overlooked? Is this the main game that you're targeting from a stacking standpoint? Um, it's the main game I'm targeting to get some low-owned guys uh, that I think are going overlooked. So my, my main two guys I like on Cleveland today are Colin Sexton and Kevin Love. Those, those are two guys. I, I, I'm all over those guys today, but I really like them. And then, you know, if you're looking at ownership, the only guy in this game that really has high ownership is Ish Smith. Um, you know, and so I, I'm more than willing to fade a 30% ish Smith today, even against Cleveland. And I mean, he's a good player. I mean, I think he's gonna gonna do well, but I'm more than willing to pass on ish, you know, to get get a section for a little bit more, play a Kevin Love, um, you know, maybe squeeze in a Rui Hachimura or something like that. I mean, everyone's piling up on the Portland New Orleans game. For good reason. I don't see any reason why you need to fade CJ or not play Whiteside or not play these guys. But as a result, this game, 236 total, if if the New Orleans-Portland game wasn't on this slate, everybody would be on this game. And as a but for for because uh, Dame is out, the masses are gonna gonna really pile up on this New Orleans-Portland game, man. So I, I'm probably gonna have two or three pieces minimum from this Washington-Cleveland game for sure. Yeah, you know, you mentioned the New Orleans-Portland game. Obviously, people are going to be loading up here. C.J. McCollum, he's going to be owned by at least half the team. It would not surprise me at all if he was more because, look. Oh, yeah, lock button. Lock yeah. button. Okay, so he's a lock button. And it's, 
what the hell are these sites doing? Like, we have had this news on Damian Lillard for over a week, and yet CJ McCollum, he's 6.9K, nice price tag over on FanDuel. DraftKings, he is even cheaper, I believe. Yeah, 6.6K. And if he was priced at 8K or something, I could see fading him, but at those price tags, I can't do it, Chief. I just got to play him. Yeah, no, no way. No, no way I think you fade him, fade him at those prices, man. I mean, you have to play him. I mean, you've got – I mean, since we're on that game now, and I know we're kind of – we bounce around a little bit now with, with the new format, but, I mean, we've got Melo that's, you know, fairly cheap. And I, I know some people are probably thinking it's old man Melo, but, you know, the guy's averaging almost a fantasy point per minute. Um, you know, his usage rate is, is, I think, around 28%, but he's going to be high on too. I think leverage off of Melo today is a guy like Trevor Ariza who's going to have less than half of the ownership. He's not going to have the usage rate, but I- I'm willing to roll the dice and fade. Melo's going to be a fade for me today for sure. Really? Guaranteed. I'm, I'm, I'm fading Melo for Ariza today because Ariza could easily get 35 and Melo could easily get 28, and that could be the difference between, you know, 15th place and first easily. Yeah, and you look at Carmelo Anthony, I mean – He's a tough fade just because he is absolutely going to chuck. I mean, look at his last game. 15 shots. He only made one of them, but the dude is still chucking. One for 15. He doesn't care. Still managed to get 27.25 points over on DraftKings. So pretty reasonable output there. But you mentioned Trevor Ariza. He's somebody that's been playing a pile of minutes for Portland. He continues to play a pile of minutes. And even though the shots might not be there, we know we can guarantee the minutes with him. And like you said, he's going to be low-owned, under 10% on both FanDuel and DraftKings. So a guy like Trevor Reza, I like that pivot off of Carmelo Anthony. What about Hassan Whiteside? Because it's awfully difficult for me not to want to play him. But 9.2K is a lot more than we have paid for Hassan Whiteside traditionally. So what do you think about him? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think on DK, if you're thinking about Whiteside, I think leverage is going all the way up to Jokic or maybe going down to Vooch. Um, you know, those guys are well within the range of outcomes. On FanDuel, it, it's tough for me to not play when Vooch is 9,600. Aiton's, I think, around 9K. Uh, Jokic is 10-something on FanDuel. On DK, I really think fading Whiteside is perfectly fine with these other options well within the same price range, same range of outcomes. On FanDuel, it's really tough. Um, about the only guy I may fade him for is Rudy Gobert. Uh, but even then, that scares me, man. But uh, I – DK, I, I think you can fade Whiteside. On FanDuel, where he's a little bit cheaper, the blocks are going to be worth more. Really, really tough for me to fade him there. Really dude, tough. Dude, Devin is messing with me. He's in the chat. He says, watch out for that spider on your shoulder. Like, are they just trying to screw with me right now? This is not cool. Will, let me know if I <laughs> sort of bugs on my shoulder. First off, you're probably going to be doing the rest of the show by yourself. Secondly, just let me know so I can get the hell out of here. Um, you mentioned FanDuel and the pricing on FanDuel. One of the contests you want to be playing over on FanDuel, of course, is the Roto Grinder single entry series. It is currently 1,300 spots from filling. That thing will fill before lock. So get over yes, there it will. on FanDuel. It's a $5 buy-in, so no excuses. You know, we're not doing the $100 version right now. Just $5 single entry series. Hey, Hit up the leaderboard, and you're going to get some nice contests if you do well. And also, I got to give a shout out to the Roto Grinders uh, badge 
promo. We appreciate you guys rocking the Roto Grinders badge. I want to thank you guys. And I never read these names beforehand because if they're ridiculous, I want to make sure I laugh on air. We've got Valpo 2019, ZZ 2020. I don't think ZZ's going to win the election in 2020, but good effort. Big Blumpkin 24, Stratford 17, B Money for 2013, and Matt110281. Okay. The D-Train's got to do a better job of giving me some dumb names. Like, those were way <laughs> too cool names. I don't like that. Um, okay, once again, guys, if you're just tuning in, click the like button, click the subscribe button. We get 500 combined likes between the morning show and this show. You're going to get lined up HQ for free tonight. And, you know, somebody in the chat, they had a really interesting strategy on that. They said, go ahead and like the morning show real quick, then come back and like this show. Yeah, I don't – hey. We always talk about the double dip in football. You play the kicker turner, you play the defense. I don't mind double dipping for these either. They <laughs> asking if I'm in a sauna. The answer is no. I don't know where that's coming from. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little flush. I have had a lot of caffeine today. So, all right. So let's talk about some of the difference between FanDuel and DraftKings today. Obviously, yes. the pricing over on FanDuel. I know you mentioned that you like Hassan Whiteside. CJ McCollum is a lock on both sides as far as I'm concerned, but – who are some of the other guys on FanDuel? Because I know you usually play there that you think are lock buttons. Because obviously on a slate this big, you don't necessarily want to lock anybody. But I feel like you almost have to start with CJ McCollum. Yeah, man. I mean, to me, you know, if honestly, if CJ gets 40 fantasy points, you may need him today. Even if he just gets 40. I mean, he's 6,900. Uh, he's probably going 45 plus today in this spot. So I, I don't see, I, I just don't see how you fade him. I, I think he's really good chalk. Uh, I don't, I don't think we need to get off of him at all. Um, if I was running 150, he'd probably be in all 150. And that, but you know, and I say it every time I get really aggressive in tournament play. If I'm on a multi enter, if I'm trying to take down 100K, if I know a guy's got, you know, 50-point upside at this price, just lock button. It's, it's, I have no reason to fade him. On the flip side, like I was saying earlier, when I've got a guy like Ish Smith at 30%, that's pretty much an auto-fade because if, if Ish fails, you know, what happens if he only gets 20 fantasy points today? That means I don't need him to yes. uh, take down a GPP. So, you know, a guy that – and look, I like Ish. I think Ish is going to be fine. But I feel like I can I can pivot up and, and get you know a slightly different lineup construction because that's the thing with ownership too, Crane. Um, when we're looking at ownership, if CJ you know forty percent, fifty percent, and and a guy like Ish is thirty, the likelihood of them being in the same lineup together grows exponentially, in my opinion. So just by fading one of those guys, which I feel like Ish would be the best fade you know, that automatically just kind of helps you uh, differentiate. And then, you know, um, another guy I like today, too, is just Jason Tatum, uh, 8700 I actually feel like he's overpriced, but with no Kemba, I'm more than willing to roll the dice and, and, and see if he can kind of hit that 50, 60-point ceiling. And if he does, then, you know, that's something else that gives me slightly different lineup construction because the masses are going to be on Jalen Brown today. So, um, you know, that, that's kind of some of the strategies I'm going to be employing tonight uh, to, try, to try and get a little bit different in, in tournaments. Yeah, you know, I am – I don't want to say concerned about the Boston guys because without Kimba in there, look, Tatum, Marcus Smart, 
Jalen Brown. I mean, all these guys are perfectly reasonable. That said, we have seen there two very different Minnesota Timberwolves teams with Carl uh, Anthony Towns in and out. When he is in there, they are one of the worst defensive teams in all the basketball. But when he's out, they play at a slower pace, and they're actually quite a bit better defensively. Now, one person who will help the pace of this game, of course, is one D'Angelo Russell, who um, – Look, do I love the price tag, 8.6K? No, but how do you feel about DAR if you're playing some Boston guys? Oh, yeah, I love it, man. I mean, I, I think I think if you're if, if you're interested in, you know, two to three Boston guys, three to four, well, yeah, two to three Boston guys, you know, uh, you know, D'Angelo Russell, I think he's a great play. I mean, we saw what he was able to do against Charlotte with, with no Carl Anthony Towns, you know, drop, drop a 50 spot for us. I'm, I'm not saying a 50 spot is guaranteed, but we know the ball's going to be in his hands. We know he's he's probably going to be the primary option on most of the plays. And, you know, I kind of see you pointing there. I mean, the guy took 23 shots. Yeah. I mean, it's the ball's in his hands. He, he's going to be doing it all. So um, I, I like him. Uh, we, we don't really have high ownership because of the size of the slate. And because of CJ's ownership, so he, he's a great play today. Great. Yeah, I mean, play. I like the idea of playing them both. I have no problem yeah. if you do that. You know, I know you mentioned before that you, you know Jalen Brown is going to be really popular, so maybe you play Tatum. But in this case, I have no problem playing them both. Do you? No, no, not at all, not at all. Um, I mean, I think Jalen Brown's fine at fifty-seven hundred. You know, we talk about good talk and bad talk. I think Jalen Brown at fifty-seven hundred against Minnesota uh, is good talk. Um, you know, and, and I'll differentiate somewhere else. Look, I'm playing Kevin Love today, and we've already mentioned that Kevin Love is coming in at 6%. I don't have to do too many other things <laughs> to, 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 you know, differentiate my lineup. So, I'm, you know, I like Brown. I like CJ. You know, I like, I like Tatum. You know, those are definitely some guys that I'm going to be plugging in and see if I can get to the top of the leaderboards. Well, let's talk about some of the value at Power Forward because James Johnson yes. sort of looked like vintage James Johnson when he uh, – was in there for Carl Anthony Towns, 33 and a half fan duel points, played 32 minutes. And he did that only going two of eight from the field. So I think he's got quite a bit more upside than that. At 5.2K, I hope people look at the price tag on James Johnson and say, boy, I just don't want to pay that for James Bleeping Johnson. Because to me, I think he's one of the better value plays on the slate. And value doesn't mean he's 3,500. He can be 5K and still be a value play. And I like James Johnson quite a bit. I think power forward's loaded. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I like that whole group there. That's like from 5K all the way up to, you know, maybe Davis Bertans. I mean, that group, I, I, I just feel like this little group, this little cluster, one of these guys is probably going to help you take down a tournament today. That, that's, the way, that's the way I feel about it. Will I have one of them? Mm, I don't think so. Because, because I'm going a different direction in, in terms of lineup construction. I'm going to distribute that salary. Uh, to a different position, but um, I definitely think one of these guys, Bertans, Hachimura, Johnson, Tice, one of these guys could really, really help you take down a GPP. Yeah, and, you know, if you put both of them there, like I'm just playing with this lineup build right now, I put McCollum and D'Angelo Russell, Jalen Brown, Hachimura, and James Johnson. You still got 7,000 apiece left over, and you were kind of talking about how you think Ish Smith is a really smart fade, and I'm kind of with you, like – Look, the only way Ish absolutely kills you if he gets like 38 plus. And the odds of that happening are small. Like if, mm-hmm. like if Ish Smith gets 38 or more, I lose. I can live with that. 
But yes. if you go with this sort of roster construction, you don't need an Ish Smith. You've got plenty of money to spend on guys like Luca, to spend on you know a Chris Paul, a Kyle Lowry. So who are some of the big spins that you like tonight? Yeah, Luca for sure. Um, I, I like Luca a lot uh, at ten three. And look, you know he's a guy that's pro- that's always going to garner some ownership. Um, so I, but I, I just think he's one of the safest plays on the board um, in terms of his his real life game contribution, which translates to DFS. He's going to score points. He's going to get rebounds. He's going to get assists. Um, now listen, he's not going to get a lot of blocks and steals, but man, he makes up for it with these triple doubles. So. I like him a lot. Is Orlando one of the better spots of the night? Of course not. Uh, obviously not. But for superstars, I don't really care. You know, it's kind of like last night with Trey Young, you know, against Miami and everybody's – it's a bad matchup. I mean, it doesn't matter. He drops 50 anyway. So – Goats go. Um, man. Like, I, I, I don't yeah. – the guy is that good. I don't give a damn about the matchup. And I, I talked about that on my show yesterday. Like, it's just like a guy like Trey Young – if he's going to be popular, okay, that's fine. I don't mind fading him. But if he's going to be low on because of a matchup, who cares? The dude gets buckets against anybody, and we saw that last night. And, of course, Luca, you kind of mentioned the all-around game. Is the match against Orlando great? No, but who cares? It's Luca freaking Doncic. Like, I would pay 12 k for him any given night. 10-3 almost seems like a value. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a value play for a guy that – I mean, if he gets 60 – you know, I mean, at, at the end of the night, you may need him. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't see a whole bunch of sixties on the board today, Crane. I it's mean, not like got, last night where, yeah, where you had Bam, you had Giannis, you had Trey, and you had Joel Embiid. Like, right, right. I mean, tonight, in terms of big spin, you've got Luca, you've got LeBron, and you've got Anthony Davis. In terms of really spinning up, because Jokic isn't going to get any ownership, right? Yeah. He he could get there for sure. Um, but, you know, you've got a lot of these mid-tier guys, you know, Brad, the Bradley Beals, the D'Angelo Russell, um, CJ, the Gordon Haywards, who, who we haven't talked about, who, you know, if, if I was going to fade Jalen Brown, I'm not, but if I was going to fade him, i fade him for Gordon Hayward because, he, because he's 1,300 more today. He's not getting ownership. So, you know, th- those are kind of the, the leverage moments I look for, man, when, when I'm involved in tournament play. You know, a slight tweak here and there. And, you know, it, it, gives you, it gives you a shot to win, you know. And, and I always like to reference because I like to talk about kind of game theory and how I'm thinking. It's kind of like the, the day before the break where everybody was piling up on Steven Adams. And I immediately said, well, there's no way I'm playing Steven Adams no. today. I'm, I'm just going to play my Trez. Didn't he it, though? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Trez, Trez ended with like 50-something that day or whatever it was. Yeah. But, you know, the point is when you've got high-owned guys – that and, and you've got other guys that pretty much have an equal opportunity for the outcome. You just take the other guy. It's it's just it's just how it works for you to be able to, to to surpass the field. So I know I've kind of been talking a lot of game theory today, but I just think it's so important, man, to incorporate that into your gameplay and not be afraid to take a quote unquote risk. But when it's actually in all actuality, is really not as risky as you think. Yeah, you know, people always look and you know. I understand that we live in a society now where everybody wants to look at the projections. Well, how can you play this guy when, you know, Is Smith is 5.8, projected at 5.8x, where Frank Natilakina is projected at 5.7x. How could you ever play Frank? And the answer is, you know, these are projections. They're not predictions. 
you know, there, there is a very, very big difference between the two. So, you know, if I look at the projections and the difference between 5.8x and 5.6x, it ain't that big, boys and girls. That's a missed shot at some point. You know, yes, that's, that's two extra free throws that go in or go out. So, you know, people saying stuff like that, I have no problem fading a chalky guy like Ish Smith tonight. You know, if he crushes, so be it. I have no problem. You know, I look at a guy down here like Ricky Rubio at 5.6K, and I say, all right, he's got the same, you know, projected value as Luca, as Anthony Simons, as Brad Wanamaker, but he's only going to be 6% owned. So why wouldn't I just play Rubio? I love doing this sort of thing because it prints money. Yeah. You know, so if, if, if the chalk goes off and the chalk is a better value, then so be it. You're, you're basically tied with the other 30 or 40% of people that are doing it. But if the 6 or 7% dude crushes it, then, I mean, the leverage that you have on the field is just massive. So a guy like Frank Tilakina, do I like him as a player? No, he stinks. Could yeah. he get there tonight? He could absolutely get there tonight. Ricky Rubio, do I love this match against Toronto? No. Could he get there at 5.6K? Sure, I have no problem with that. Who are some of the other chalky guys? Like, we're just taking a look at point guards right now. Like, we see Kyle Lowry's going to be popular. Brogdon's going to get some ownership. I'm not sure I understand Brogdon. Lonzo Ball, Ish Smith. Um, I would be more inclined to fade Brogdon than anybody here. What about you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I mean, I I think this 7K group – um, you know, is is where where you can make a little bit of money tonight. Either a CP3 or a Lowry or a Jamal Murray. And I mean, we've got Jamal Murray right now. I've been kind of watching his ownership today. He's on my radar. I mean, we've had Murray at like five percent all day. Just ooh, that's that's that that's a little tasty. <laughs> that, that, that's a little tasty there. A little Jamal Murray, man, at five, at five. And I know they're getting more healthy. I know that they're going to have some bodies back. But, you know, these are kind of some of the decisions you make, man, when you're trying to build quality lineups. And so maybe I don't play a Luka. Maybe I go down and I snag a Jamal Murray or two 7K guys and I get another, you know, slightly different lineup construction. And then, you know, the rest is history after that. If Jamal Murray drops a 45 spot tonight, you know, and you're able to get 50 from CJ and, you know, 35, 40 from Brown, another 40 to 50 from Kevin Love. Like, you know, it starts to add up real quick, man. Um, and I'm not trying to sway you into a, you know, a balanced build or anything. I'm just kind of trying to give you ideas on lineup construction. You know, if you can take some, some, some chances or some slight risk, you know, in the right spots, if it hits, man, you're going to be golden. Okay, so we've got some questions coming in. Of course, if you guys got questions for Will or myself, Feel free to throw them in the chat. I've got YouTube chat up right now. Will, are you monitoring any chats out there? I see you typing in here, Coach. Yeah, man. I, type, I typed in some uh, in the YouTube chat there a little bit. Uh, Mr. Alex G wanted to know about Beal. I mean, I, I think Beal is a great play today. Great. Why does nobody want to play Beal? Honestly, I mean, we're projected 11% ownership, highest, second highest total on the slate against a team that couldn't guard you or I. Now, Granted, you and I have some moves, but, you know, we're no Brad. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> That's how it is. <laughs> but, I mean, the dude is as consistent as he get as it gets, you know, especially he's the whole offense. There ain't nobody else getting it done for Washington. You've got a guy here, and I know the shooting guard position is loaded. We were talking about D'Angelo Russell earlier, and I like him, but I'd rather honestly play Bradley Beal at 9-2 than D'Angelo Russell at 8-6. And I would imagine – 
that Russell's going to have slightly higher ownership, and I just don't get it. Like, why does nobody want to play Bradley Bill? He's consistent with a ton of upside. Yeah, man. Um, all I can say is it, it's just, uh, just, just player bias, and that, that's the only thing I can come up with. Um, you know, and, and, and there's, a, there's players like that, you know, almost probably in every sport where, you know, a guy's crushing and we make excuses to not play them because it's like, well, they can't keep this up. That, as a matter of fact, that's the big one. No, no way they're going to keep this up. And they just keep doing it yeah. and doing it and doing it right. You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> so it's in so my head, yeah, man. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. It's in your head. Yeah, man. So uh, I, I like Bradley Beal. I, I think he's a fine play. Um, let me see. And I, I think they did play Cleveland recently. I mean, he put up 47. That was in 29 minutes. That's fine. I yeah. mean, can you, can you imagine if he played 35 minutes that game? He, he would have been over 60 easily. So I like him here. I, I mean, I think Bradley Beal is a fine play. Fine play. Somebody in the chat mentions, well, I don't want to play Beal because he might not play the fourth quarter. Once again, I, I, I feel like I say this every show, and I hate repeating myself because, well, I just do. But if Washington is blowing out Cleveland – Chief, who do you think is involved in that blowout when Washington is putting up that many points? I mean, you got to think Bradley Beal is accounting for a fair amount of it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just crazy to me. Like, play Bradley. I actually like Beal a lot now, man. The more I think about it, like he's the only option on a team that's playing the second highest total. He feels too cheap by about a thousand bucks. Like, I would I would pay ten k for Bradley Beal in this matchup. Yeah, I get it, man. For sure, for sure, they're playing Cleveland. You know, I mean, they're not playing the Lakers. If they were playing the Lakers, you know, or, or some juggernaut defensive team, you know, for for a guy like him, I may consider consider more of a favorite. I mean, like I said, Crane, I think this is one of the best games of the night, and I just think it's going overlooked. So I'm, I'm really glad we're talking about about Beal. Um, you know, and I, I want to point out Thomas. Uh, Thomas talked about Giannis being a great example of that yesterday, which the slate was a little different. So Giannis was still, like, on FanDuel anyway, I think around 40%. Yeah, he was 41%, same as Tobias Harris. Yeah, yeah, but the the point was they won by, God, 100 points, and he still dropped almost 70. It it, it just didn't matter. He almost had 50 at the half. I know, I think he was around 46. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, people out there, well, it's a blowout. Again, he was highly involved in the blowout. I would not concern ourselves at all with that. Guys, uh, I want to remind you, if we get 500 likes combined from the previous show this morning and this one, you're going to get Lineup HQ for free. And I got bad news for you guys. You're slacking. All right? You're out there doing nothing, you know, sitting there bombing to some music that Chief got stuck in your head. At least that's what I'm doing. I'm <laughs> stuck in there. We're up to 200 likes, all right? So get on the old YouTube, click the like button, and if we get up to 500 likes... We need about 400 for this show. We're going to be crushing it with some free lineup HQ. You like what I'm looking right at right now? You like all this information, the smash percentage, a cool new thing that Roto-Grinders has developed projected ownership. Vegas, total, everything you could ever want, genuinely, everything you could ever want right in front of you. And it's um, just a hell of a tool. So make sure you click that like button, get to check it out for free. Some other guys that they're wanting to talk about in the chat. If TJ Warren, he's currently questionable. If he sits, are we interested in Jeremy Lamb? Is that somebody you're doing? Like, this Indiana Knicks game, 
okay, nobody's watching this game, right? Nobody. No, I, I don't think anybody's watching this game. But if 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 TJ Warren is out, then that changes how I feel about Brogdon. That changes how I feel about Oladipo. It really changes how I feel about Sabonis. Um, like Miles Turner. What's, yeah, Miles My, Turner is a, is a guy that I just X out of my player pool every day now that they, their team is kind of stacked. Miles Turner is my boy. I play him like I played him five times this year, and I've never gotten him wrong. Well, hey, God bless you. Uh, <laughs> every day he's getting the X button with, with this team the, as it's constructed. You know, if if, if TJ Warren sits, man, I'm, I'm really I'm really going to be interested in Sabonis. Uh, on FanDuel now, DK, I just I can't play. I can't pay that price for him with them fully healthy. Um, which maybe that's a good segue, Crane, to kind of hop on some DK prices and just kind of go yeah. through a few guys. But um, you know, Sabonis ninety six hundred man. I just think that's incredibly uh, expensive. Uh, you know, for a guy that while he's been insanely productive, I just don't think he's necessary. Um, well, I, I think it's upside his cap. Yeah, I've got court IQ pulled up. Right here, and if TJ Warren were to miss, it is the minus Sabonis. I'm going to highlight it right here. You see, big time boost. You know, one plus point one three fantasy points per minute. That's going to you know about a five point bump if he plays 35 minutes. So Sabonis yeah. is one of those, and I always love Sabonis. Like he very rarely puts up a dud, and he has huge upside. Let's talk some DraftKings pricing though, because as we said, you know, yes. it's a very different slate between the two sites. And I know people, I do these shows and everybody's like, hey man, what are you doing? Talk about DraftKings pricing. I'm talking about it, all right? Chill out. So obviously we're still locking in CJ McCollum. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Anthony Simon's one of those guys that also pops in models big time. He should see over 30 minutes tonight against the Pelicans. I know we can. I assume that you also feel like you can play Simons and CJ together. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, he's 3,500, man. I mean, honestly, he could get 20 fantasy points and you could still get close to taking down a GPP at that price if you hit the nuts everywhere else. So I, I, I think it's perfectly fine to, to, you know, play them both. I really do. Yeah, if you play them both, I mean, look, you're sitting really pretty. You still got 6,600 left over per spot. And you look at just the point per dollar projections, you know, NS Cantor, look, I, I understand that as far as the projection models go, He's going to pop. I am not playing in a tournament lineup tonight 18 minutes of Ennis Cantor. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do no. it. He's a very easy fade for me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you 100%. Um, not when you've got, you know, Tice there who – Tice is getting the bulk of the minutes around 25 to 27. And then what happens if they decide to just play small ball? Because we know that's, you know, predominantly what Minnesota is going to do today anyway. Uh, excuse me, guys. Sorry about that. With James Johnson, probably going to eat up. You know, we've got him projected at 30 minutes. I think that's very reasonable. Um, 30 minutes for him. You know, they're going to be small most of the game. I just don't see cancer, you know, having a huge impact. Uh, we want to know, here's a question. It's interesting. Just talking about the game stack of that late game. If we like White Side and McCollum, don't we like Zion and Lonzo Ball on the other side? And look, I like all these Pelicans. Drew Holiday. Brandon Ingram, Zion, um, Lonzo Ball. Like I, the Pelicans have sort of turned into this team where I have trouble picking a guy. Yeah, they're the new Toronto Raptors. That's okay. I was trying to think of a good comparison. They, I mean, you know, they, they've got so many guys. I mean, now that Ingram's coming back, 
you know, I I'm not playing any of these guys. Really, I, I'm just I'm just not doing it now. Um, Ingram at 6,800 is, you know, obviously that's that's pretty affordable. So when I say I'm not playing any, l- let me retract that statement. Oh, Ingram at 6,800, they're going to get mad at you. It's all right. He he he's a good play. Everybody else though, I, I'm willing to take. I'm I'm willing to take the fade. Um, I'm not playing Zion at 8K. Um, I, I'm I'm not playing Drew. I'm not playing Hard. Not playing Redick. Not playing Ball because I mean why. I just think there are other guys. Like before, I play those guys. I just play the Celtics guys with Kemba out. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the Boston pricing over on DraftKings because you know, with Kemba out, obviously you can pretty much play any of these guys. I'm not going to tell you that any of them are bad plays. Even Marcus Smart, I never want to play him. I will play him sometime. Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum. All these guys are fine. Are you willing to gamble with a Brad Wanamaker though? Is he a potential punt for you? No, not today. Um, not when you've got Simons there. You've got Gary Trent, you know, in that same game. I, just, I, don't, I don't think Wanamaker's a guy I want to gamble with. Now, you mentioned Gary Trent. That is not a name I've heard today. But, again, probably 30 minutes against the Pelicans. Do you feel like you have to play him or Simons, or can you play him together? Mm, I, I don't, those two I don't think you can play together. I think, for me, I think it's one or the other. And, you know, I, I would tend to side with Trent because I feel like he's proven to me more consistently that, that he's got the upside. Um, but even still, on DK, man, I still really like Trevor Ariza in that game. Trevor Ariza is going to play 35 minutes. And, I mean, he, he's got a, a strong opportunity to crush here. I mean, I know the last time they played New Orleans, you know, it was a blowout. They, they got blown out, like, big time. He only played 27 minutes, and he put up 20 fantasy points. And it was a blowout. Could you, can you imagine if he got eight extra minutes of playing time against against uh, the Pelicans? I mean, he could be in the 30s easily. So yeah. I, I I really like Trevor Reza today. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm going full fade on Carmelo. Just zero share. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to load up on the Gary Trent's. Uh, and the Trevor reasons, and, and if if it burns me, hey, I, I can live with that. But that that's the direction I'm going. The chat was wanting to know about Serge Ibaka, and we haven't really talked about the Toronto situation all that much. Obviously, they're going to be missing Marcus All tonight, and when you look at the Toronto Raptors, of course, that means a lot more Serge Ibaka. You're going to have a little bit more Chris Boucher, who I don't really play. I mean, I suppose if I'm playing anybody, it's Serge. So Pascal Siakam, maybe you can explain why he's going to be so low-owned. I don't really understand the low ownership, and I don't understand the low projection either. I mean, he's projected under 5X, and we've just seen a boatload of upside from this guy. We know he can you know, shoot from the outside. He can play inside. This seems like the exact kind of game where Siakam would thrive in. He's only going to be 5%. Are you on Siakam with me, or are you looking more at Surge? What are you doing with this Toronto side? Um, you know, this is this one is a mixed bag for me. Uh, in terms of my single entry stuff, I think the guy I have the most interest in would be a guy like Lowry. Um, I do think Siakam is a really, really, really good play today. Um, but you know, he's a guy I'm gonna have to force in. Um, and and, and look, I mean, he's 8,400. I think he's right on that edge where it's like. Do I play him? Do I not? 
is it worth it? Like, I don't, I almost don't feel like it's worth it to play Siakam at 84 when I can just play Tatum at 78. And so, so, you know, that's kind of, that, that's kind of the game. I think, I think we're playing there. I would definitely play him over Zion. Um, but you know, for me, like, once again, I really like Kevin Love today. I play Love over Siakam today. So that, that's kind of the, the, you know, my internal struggle there with Siakam. I do think he's a better play. I know we're, we're off of FanDuel. We 7,900 on FanDuel was totally, and their scoring's different and the setup's different. So I think he's a much better play over there. On DK, he's a good play. I don't think he's a great play. Um, people are wanting to know about James Johnson. Of course, we like James Johnson tonight, but they also want to know about Mr. Hernan Gomez. And um, Look, maybe we're missing something here with Hernan Gomez. Let's project it on. No, nah, I like him, man. I mean, the price is great all the way across the industry. 4700 you know, he's a guy I really like. Um, and you he's know, a draft- looking dude, though. Look at him. Like, I've got him up on my screen right now. Yeah. I, I could not pull those tattoos off. <laughs> I think he wants to keep them, Crane. I don't think he wants to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Fine, Wancho, you can keep the tattoos. But, yeah, I mean, when this dude played minutes in Denver, I mean, he was okay. He was off in minimum price, and he's not that much more expensive than minimum price today, 4.7K on both sites. Only 12 bucks on Yahoo. That's a nice little value. Um, but, yeah, like, I think you can play Hernan Gomez and James Johnson together. You know, we always talk about, okay, when a team is missing their stud, you just load up on them. And it sort of feels like tonight – have people forgotten that, that when a team is missing their stud like uh, Minnesota is with Carl Anthony Towns, you just load up on the dudes and you just kind of figure out the rest later? It feels like people aren't doing that tonight. Well, hey, I, I don't think people have forgotten, Crane. I just think Dame seems more important to the, to the, to the, the fantasy player than Carl Anthony Towns. And so as a result, you know, CJ is going to get the ownership. Carmelo's look, looking like he's going to get crazy ownership. And so, you know, if those two guys are soaking up 40, 40% of the lineups, mostly, then that leaves guys out like, you know, Hernan Gomez, like uh, D'Angelo Russell, you know, guys like that. Even though um, it's a similar situation with Town where he soaks up a lot of the usage, Dane is, is a more popular play. So they're going to gravitate to the Portland side. So, you know, Hernan Gomez, I, I like him a lot. Malik Beasley, same thing. I mean, I, I think they're going to be fine. Yeah, Malik Beasley is one of those guys that now that he's finally getting minutes, we can go back to playing. Great projection, 37 and a half minutes in his last game. Of course, I think the one thing that people are struggling with more than anything is this matchup. You know, we don't like these wing guys typically against the Boston Celtics, but Again, opportunity is more important than matchup. So I think all these guys are fine. I genuinely think you could play to three to four Timberwolves on every team tonight. I have no problem with that. Yeah, especially if you're going to be loading up on some Boston guys. Yeah. I mean, especially – and look, stacking a game isn't always like the end-all, be-all. I, I think it's situational. Wants it, Everybody yeah, wants to stack. I, I think it's situational, but – you know, listen, Boston's on the road, man. And I don't care how good an NBA team is. Kimba's not playing tonight. Do I think Boston is a great team? Absolutely. But Minnesota's at home. To me, this team is going to be pretty evenly matched, you know, as long as these guys can hit their shots. So I, I, I like the Minnesota, Minnesota side of this game a great deal as well. Yeah, and, you know, on DraftKings, of course, we cannot build the full lineup. But, I mean, just like I'm, I'm sitting here looking at a spot. I've got McCollum and Simons. 
Hernan Gomez and Johnson, Brown and Tatum. I think you could throw Whiteside in there. Like, this is very easy to build sort of the all high-value team over on DraftKings just because the pricing on guys like McCollum, Simons, Hernan Gomez, Johnson, Jalen Brown, they're all just way too cheap. Like, yeah. it almost feels to me like people are getting going to get a little bit too cute on DraftKings, and this happens every year. Look, every single year, people come back from the break and they just forget the crap that you know they've learned throughout the season. DraftKings, I, I like this build. I might play over on DK tonight because something like this it makes a lot, a lot, a lot of sense. Um, yeah, guys, if you have any more questions, we got about 10, 12 minutes left. Go ahead and fire them up. They're making fun of me because I pronounce Chris uh, Boucher Boucher. I don't care. I pronounce it how I want because let's face it, I'm probably going to get it wrong anyways. Um, and guys. Click that like button. If we get up to 500 between the previous show and this one, you're going to get lineup HQ for free. Now they're making fun of, you know, Wancho, Hernan Gomez. I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. Oh, they're ma- Will, can you believe they're making fun of us like this? It's just rude. Hmm. I, I, don't, I don't usually pronounce the names wrong. I usually try to get them right. So if I, if I did make a mistake, uh, you know, please forgive us. Look at Will. He's all like, oh, I'm sorry. I should not have done that. I'm like, screw you guys. I'll pronounce it however I want. It's uh, We got two different. No, that's, not, that's not what I said. I said I intentionally tried to get the names right, and if I made a mistake, then my bad on this one, you know? Yeah, see, I don't even try. I just say screw it, whatever. They know who I mean. Um, any interest in Brandon Ingram? We sort of talked about him earlier. You know, the Pelicans team is one that – a lot of usage is getting spread around right now when you look at Ingram, Zion, Drew, Lonzo Ball, and even Derek Favors to a certain degree. Like, the price on Ingram is right, though. I haven't heard yeah. any minutes restriction. Have you? No. Um, the only person I would play on that team is Ingram. And look, you know, you don't have to agree with me. I'm, I'm always going to give you, you know, my perspective on it. You know, it's, it's kind of like I don't play Porzingis when Luca's back. I just don't do it. He gets the X button every time. And, you know, on the day that he drops 50, great, no problem. Every other day that he drops 30, I'm, I'm going to feel great. And that's how I feel about these Pelicans. Until someone majors out, until Drew sits or Ball sits or, or Zion sits, I'm just not playing these guys at these prices. And, and to me, I mean, I like Ingram. He's 6,800. The price is phenomenal. But Ingram is not guaranteed to get 40 fantasy points tonight. He could easily end, you know, in the low 30s, and you could end up not needing him because Ball ends up with 30, and Zion ends up with 30, and Drew ends up with 30, and Hart ends up with, you know, 22, and JJ ends up with 22, and and uh, uh, God, Derek Favors ends up with 25, and all of a sudden you look at Indiana night and you're like, what, what was I thinking? Why, why did I even play these guys? And it, it, the production is really spread out. And they're still playing Melly. They're still going to give Jackson Hayes eight minutes. They're still they're, – they're really spreading it out. And so I, I think it hampers the production we're going to get from this team long term until somebody sits. Jackson Hayes, by the way, do you know what his dad does? I do not. He is the head coach of the St. Louis Battlehawks. Oh, oh man, that, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. You I don't even know how I didn't know that. And I've been, you know, <laughs> trying to watch a little bit of XFL. Wow. Yeah. I, I feel terrible. Uh, yes, this is I, information right, I must he, know. Hey, I, there is no team in the XFL with a bigger fan base than the St. Louis Battlehawks, basically because we all hate the NFL, but that's, uh, that is just how it is. More questions. We got a lot of them coming in. So let's, yeah, let's do it, man. Let, let's hammer these questions. Yeah. Like we talked a little bit about. 
LeBron and Anthony Davis. They keep project, they keep popping with point per dollar. They seem like less than ideal plays, is what I'm reading in the chat. I, it's weird because you know on a slate where we're sort of void of any big name superstars outside of Luke and the two Lakers. I haven't thought all that much about these two Lakers studs. What do you think about LeBron? What do you think about Anthony Davis? And it it just sort of feels weird that we're not talking about those guys more. Yeah, man. Um, And look, usually um, when Memphis is on the slate, that's another team we like to attack. Uh, I just think the the shiny toys, you know, I think when you're trying to play CJ, you're trying to play – uh, white side, and then you're maybe playing some Boston guys, I think the lineup construction is just kind of leading you away. I, I think Luca feels a little bit more important than those guys, and so I, I just think the lineup construction is kind of leading you away. I don't I don't dislike LeBron. I don't dislike AD. I think those guys could easily be, be slate breakers on any slate, but I, I'm not interested either. I'm kind of with the field on this one where I I like them, but, you know, I, I don't feel like they're must plays. Go ahead and rank the Boston uh, plays. I know that Tatum's your favorite. What about after that? Uh, I think for me tonight, it probably – probably um, let's go on DK. Since we're on DK with the okay. pricing, I'd probably go Tatum, um, Smart, Brown, Hayward on DK, believe it or not. Um, because, I, because you know, Smart, I, he can get a little dirty. If he picks up four or five steals, you know. That, that'll help him get where he needs to be. On, on FanDuel, though, I think it would be uh, Brown, Smart, Tatum, Hayward. All right, let's uh, talk. Here's a question. And I know the answer. You know what? I'm just going to answer this because Will has talked about this ad nauseum. Zion or Ibaka or Tatum and James Johnson? The answer is Tatum and James Johnson. Yeah, absolutely. Is it even close for you? No, <laughs> not, not, not close at all. Do you have any interest in Ennis starting for Orlando at 3,000? If I'm running 150 lineups, maybe he would make five. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, Jay Beasley or Jalen in cash? I think you have to go Jalen there. Yeah, yeah. I, I go Jalen for sure. All right. Let's talk about um, Donovan Mitchell. We haven't really mentioned him much at all. Any interest in Spider tonight? Uh, I like them. I don't love them. I mean, the price is fair. Um, I, I think I like Joe Ingles more than I like Donovan Mitchell. I was not expecting a Joe Ingles reference on this show. Listen, check out what Joe Ingles has done on most games when Conley was out. It, it's been incredible. Um, and, I mean, you're getting a big discount on uh, Mr. Ingles there at 4,700. I mean, he's got 35, 40 point upside. I'm not saying he's going to get there, but I think I'm more interested in angles than Mitchell here. The chat wants you to defend your love, love. So talk to me once again about Kevin Love. Yeah, I mean, I really like Kevin Love, man. And I think I've talked about this some too. One of the things I like to do is I like to pull up this first look chart that uh, Noto so graciously has been providing us with for years and years and years. It's gotten better. He's put fantasy points per minute in there. We get to see all the salaries. We get to see the usage. We get to see the DVA, the defensive efficiency. Uh, and so, you know, Kevin Love, man, in terms of DVA today, uh, he's in that, he's right in that blue column, averaging about 1.16 fantasy points per minute. Uh, the pace of this game is, is, is going to be really high. 
Um, let me see who's, and I think they're they're um, probably yeah they're they're like the third team on that list that's getting the highest bump bump in pace an extra two point six possessions two and a half possessions which you know hey at the end of the day it may not seem like a lot but you know that's the difference between maybe you know six or seven points and you know you know two or three points so you know all those things working together. Um, and then, you know, Washington is one of the worst teams in the league in, ter- in terms of total defensive efficiency coming in at 29. All those things combined just lead me to really like Kevin Love coming fresh off the break. Um, you know, the, the coach may be leaving or he's either out of there or, you know, and, and they didn't like him anyway. I, I just all, all these things together, man. I, I like Kevin Love today. I love it. Oh, man, I love it. That's how you do it, by the way. And big props out there to Noto, who just has been putting up fire content for well plenty of years uh they want to they say ns Cantor at 37 is awfully tempting he is um you got the awful part right i'm not playing <laughs> he, he ain't getting more than 20 minutes man like i'm not touching ns Cantor. yeah yeah no, right. no way joker against oklahoma city he, we've talked about him a little bit he's going to be low owned are we playing any of the joker yeah i, I like him today um Deep tournament play, he's not a primary for me. Um, you know, I think when I kind of was starting out today trying to decide whether I was going to do multi-entry or, or single entry, because um, I've got a, a, a playoff basketball game night I'm going to. Uh, I think I had Joker about – Is your team playing? Well, the team – the, the school I coach at is playing. So I coach JV and our season's over. Uh, we went 16-4. Uh, and four. And so varsity is playing tonight. And um, – you know, they're in the playoffs. They're a one seed. They played Tuesday and one, and then they're playing tonight, you know, back at home again. So uh, I'm just going to do single entry tonight. But when I was contemplating whether or not I was going to, you know, do a full build, I think I had Joker at about 15, 15 to 20% in my build, and that's plenty high enough on, on, on this slate. So yeah. I, I do like him. He's just I, – he, I wasn't going to have more of him than like a white side or a uh, Gobert or something like that. Uh, people say nobody is talking about Steven Adams, myself included. Um, are you playing any Steven Adams? Zilch. Yep, I feel you there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We had a question earlier. Uh, Okogi or Naz Reed on FanDuel? Um, let's go neither. I, I, well, I, I, I would prefer Naz Reed between the two. For yeah, me. that's what I was going to say. If I had to absolutely choose, like if you're down to that salary, everything looks good, you're like, man, I don't want to change. Go with Reed. All right, D Train. How many likes do we need still? I, I feel like we're we set the goal a little off of here. How much? How many? Okay, guys, this is what we do: call up everybody you know because you got about twelve minutes to get two hundred fifty likes on the YouTube page. So if you want this free lineup HQ, guys, we're giving you the opportunity. But you're gonna have to call some friends. All right, say hey, yes, yes. Click the like button here. I got, I'm gonna get over there. I'm gonna click the like button. So we're up to two fifty likes now. But uh. Yeah, make sure you check that out and click that like button. It's going to be a good time. Uh, Will, final thoughts on this slate for you, man. Man, just, you know, you don't have to fade all the chalk. You know, pick, pick a spot or two where you've identified, something you've identified. There has to be anything I've identified per se. If you've been on something all day and we haven't talked about it, don't let us convince you out of it. Stay, stay in your vein. Play that guy. Play the player. And we'll meet you at the top. All right. Well, Will, of course, you're going to be playing the player. I'm going to play the player, too. We're going to be <laughs> together. It's going to be a good 
time and they want to know, can we play Simons and Ish Smith at point guard on Fanduel? You can. Absolutely. I'm just not going to do it. I think Ish Smith, you know, you laid out a really smart case about why he's a fade today. So Ish Smith, bye-bye. You ain't going to be playing for me. They say I'm sweating. I'm not sweating at all. It's just the, it's just the shine. It's just this uh, natural glow. But we got to get the off. soul glow. Yeah, exactly. I've been sp- hey, that's why I spent time outside during the break, man. That's just how it is. <laughs> All right, but we got to get out of here. We got to make way for crunch time. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Again, like, subscribe, get it done. Check out the FanDuel single entry series. Only $5 tonight. I don't want to hear any excuses. Get in there. And also, of course, SharpSide app. Go ahead and try and get that uh, that free money. I'm going to be doing it. Well, you're restarting. You got the over on Kevin Love points, right? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I've got the over on CJ McCollum points. So when CJ crushed it tonight, when Kevin Love crushed it tonight – and I are going to be doing pretty well. we got to get off here now. Thank you so much for tuning in to Grinders Live, everybody. He's Will Priester. I'm Eric Crane. We'll catch you all later. Peace. 